0: Part two: We are looking at the bottom tables, uh, the bottom table teams. Excuse me. Uh, we've already covered a couple, of course, um, Bordeaux, who couldn't win, and uh, and, and Saint-Étienne as well. Uh, and then we're going to cover the, the few other ones. So, uh, trois definitely trois were the winners of this weekend. Uh, trois who were thrown lifeline by uh, Lille and their sinking ship. Uh, it was it was a terrible match to watch. Um, for Lille uh, Trois wins 3-0 uh, Tarje with two goals and, and Ugbo with one all three goals were penalty uh, which probably you know um, sort of had its importance in, in how the game went um, Lille with nine shots only one on target and 62% possession and Trois with nine shots and five on target um, you know a lot of happened in that game in the first half there's that penalty uh, that is I think justified and then Tarje clo- um, scores it and then in the second half uh, Lille bases Um, shot himself in the foot Renato Sanchez lost his temper lost his nerves uh, and was booked twice in 8 seconds basically Uh, there's a a foul that is exaggerated by Julian Bianconi a foul from Burak Yilmaz on Bianconi Uh, I think Yilmaz touches it but Bianconi just rolls a little bit too much and Renato Sanchez decides that it's not the way he wants things to happen and so he complains to the referee uh, and the referee thinks that that, um, that complaint is a bit too uh, too virulent so he gives him a yellow card uh, and then you can see um, Renaissance's gesture saying that it's not normal, not normal and something like you should get glasses or you should get new eyes or whatever that, that gesture might have meant uh, and the referee seeing that gives him a second yellow, gives him the red card uh, and then Renaissance is out and that's terrible for Lille, he's their leader. Technically um, uh, technically, and technically, um, he's he's the player that can make the difference in the middle of the park and losing him to bad temper is just, um, A, it's appalling for him because he's a professional player and you shouldn't do that, and B, it's very problematic for Lille because um, we don't know if he's going to play again in the next three games because it's, it's decent against the referee. If the referee decides to write a lot on his report, it could be dangerous if the referee... Holds to just two yellow cards and one red card. you will just miss the next game, but it's gonna depend on what uh, the referee's report going to be. A few minutes later, another penalty, uh, and then a very clumsy tackle by Burak Yilmaz on uh, Florian Tardieu. Um, Get him a red card, straight red card. Maybe a bit harsh. Uh, the foot is high. It does touch Tardieu. I think. I think it was more the intention, and the referee sees him running back, chasing back, and then tackling with his foot high, and so he gives him a red card straight away. Uh, after that, Yilmaz gets a bit in, in a bit of an argument with, I think, its fans, and maybe the opposite bench, and maybe the, the fourth referee as well. Um, at the end of the day, Lille loses two of their players that are supposed to be their leaders uh, on two red cards, and, and they don't want this. They probably lost their shot at Europe uh, with that with that loss in Trois 3-0. Um, and and it's, it's a shame, because for all we've said about how uh, complicated it has been for Gorvenek to take over the, the French champions, they still had a chance of making it into Europe and they were pretty good in Europe this season. They they got out of the uh, Champions League stage kind of like against all odds. Uh, but yeah, it was a nightmare weekend for Lille and it was a bit of a, uh, an epitome of what happened this season for them. Nothing went right, a lot of bad luck and then losing your temper, shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, not something that you like to see from uh, from a French champion team. Great for trois. They're putting some points be to, between them and the uh, relegation zone. Uh, they're now five points away from uh, from the relegation playoff position. Um, and they definitely were happy to take advantage of that. Uh, like I said, that sinking ship that was Lille uh, this weekend. Another game that was uh, quite interesting. Brest against Clermont and a 2-0 win for the Pirates. The Pirates, uh, that won, besides playing most of the game with only 10 men, uh, 16 shots for Clermont, 7 on target uh, Marco Bizo was just in, in phenomenal form uh, for Brest and and you know um Joko was alright as well the the goalkeeper from Clermont but just uh, Coulomb stopped them all uh, which Bizo did in you know from left hand right hand his foot um you know diving saves you name it he did everything this uh, this weekend, the Dutch goalkeeper, uh, breast. Unfortunately, so Del Castillo red carded after VAR, uh, looked at his tackle and his foot was definitely a little bit high on the leg. Um, and then after that, like I said, it was the the Bizot and Joko show, uh, with with Bizot able to, to get the main um save. Unfortunately, for uh, for Joko, a bit of yeah, a bit of bad luck. Um, Mounier kicks a ball out of the a corner kick, hits the crossbar, and then the close the closest to the ball is Brassier, so he can score. And then a couple of minutes later, uh, Mounier's header kind of lands awkwardly between the legs of Augier, the captain of Clermont, and Augier kind of put it in his own goals. And so that makes 2-0, and then Clermont, although they try, can't come back. Uh, so they, they they missed an opportunity, I feel, to, uh, to again, take take a bit of a breath of fresh uh, of air Clermont in Brest. Uh, we stay in uh, in Brittany for the next game. It was Lorient against Reims. Uh, talk about missed opportunity. Uh, Lorient loses 2-1 at home against Reims. Lorient with 20 shots, 8 on target. Reims, 2 shots, 2 on target, 2 goals. Um, unfortunately for, uh, for Mathieu Dreyer. Uh, Lorient really needed a win at home. Uh, and it started the worst way for them. Unfortunately, when uh, Touré was able to find Zenelli in front of goals. And Zenelli happily. Uh, Qu- quite a um, beautiful, selfless piece of play actually by uh, by Touré uh, in the middle of two players. He could have shot; it was in an okay position to shoot. Uh, but he's seen Zanelli by himself and he just passes him the ball. Uh, and then after that, um, I guess it was a bit of the the Murphy show that was on. Of course, he scores this beautiful goal where um, you know he runs from halfway the halfway line, kind of battles that between a couple of players, and he's able to dribble the right of it, the goalkeeper, and scores it. Uh, and then a multitude of chances from to- from Murphy from L'Oriente. Unfortunately, Reykjavik was uh, was in fine form uh, in Lorient this weekend, preventing uh, the, the Lorient strikers to score that second goal that they desperately needed. Uh, Reims weathered that storm uh, and then in transition, uh, El Bilal Touré was found and, and was able to touch the ball before Ubulang could keep it uh, and gave his team the lead, and a lead that they would keep until the end of the game, uh, despite another, yet another chance for Loriente and yet another uh, nice little parry from Raikovic. Uh, it's hard for Lorient. I think it's that one game where they deserve probably to win, and they don't win, and, and so they stay um, you know, under the threat of, of Saint-Étienne and potentially Bordeaux um, on the table. Uh, the last game that um, concerned the bottom of the table was basically the, the goodbye to Mess, I'm assuming, mess was traveling to montpellier and the game finished two-two. mess who was winning two zero uh for, for the longest time and then unfortunately couldn't hang on to that lead uh and montpellier was able to equalize um using their experience, but also their youth. With with uh, why he's scoring, uh, it's it's sad for Montpellier because if they win that the that um, for mess excuse me if they win that game they are um, getting closer to Bordeaux and there's a chance then to try and save yourself. But unfortunately they don't, uh, and now they really looked like um, they're not going to be able to. Come back, basically, and to, uh, to avoid, a fate that seems certain, which is, um, them playing in Ligue 2, um, next season. Um, it's, it's going to be some interesting, uh, historic club in, in Ligue 2 next season. Yeah. Montpellier, Mess now with 25 points. Um, and in front of them, it's Bordeaux 27, uh, then Saint-Etienne 31, Clermont 33, Lorient 35, Angers 35, and, um, Trois 36. Lorient 34, excuse me. Um, Angers 35 and Trois 36. If we look at that at that table at the bottom, um, you know Bordeaux seems at least at least destined to play the relegation playoff, if it's not just going straight to Ligue 2 with 27 points, four points away from Saint-Étienne, six points away from Clermont, and there's three games left. But if we look a little bit closer and if we look at the calendar, things are actually more open that they seem because all those teams on top of of Bordeaux. To be honest, I don't know that they're taking a point or two in their last games because the calendar is so complicated. I didn't want to put Troyes in there at first because they have 36 points, right? They are five points away from from Saint-Étienne. But if you look at the the games that they're playing, Troyes is going to Paris Saint-Germain next week very hard to get a point at the Parc des Princes, of course. Uh, then they're hosting Lens. Lens was still playing at that time uh, for a, a European spot. And then they're going to Lorient. Lorient who's fighting for their survival as well. Uh, so things could turn sour for Bruno Herles and, and his players. Uh, then if we look at Angers, they're hosting Bordeaux. Bordeaux, who is basically Bordeaux's last chance. Angers, if they win against Angers, then they have a chance to save themselves. If not, they're in Ligue 2. Uh, and then they're going to Mess, Even if Mess is condemned by that time, it's their last game at home last game at home uh, in Ligue 1 so they're definitely going to uh, turn it up I'm sure uh, and then uh, to finish they, um, they they host Montpellier and Montpellier is always a, a hard team to uh, to play against Angers is probably the, the safest of all those teams but it's not going to be um, easy then under Angers it's Lorient with 34 points now it's time to get into the, the danger zone Lorient is hosting Marseille going to Bordeaux and hosting Troyes so three teams that want and need to win to be able to reach their uh, objective. Marseille, of course, playing for um, the second spot. And then Bordeaux trying to fight for survival, and Troyes, um, d- the same thing, trying to uh, at that point probably uh, seal their survival. So that's going to be an interesting game uh, at the end for Lorient. And that's what I mean. I don't know that Lorient get even a point in, in those three games. Clermont are hosting Montpellier and then they're playing top of the table teams they are going to Strasbourg and they're hosting Lyon uh, again two teams that will play for European sport at that at that time so those first four teams in the bottom of the table that have 36, 35, 34 and 33 points they all have a pretty complicated calendar and it's going to be hard for them to maybe get points and then under them Saint-Etienne and Bordeaux just feel like they have their, their fate in their hands Saint-Etienne is going to Nice it might be a complicated game no no doubt uh, but then they're hosting Grandes and they're going to not two teams that don't have anything to play at that time. Uh, and so Sadechen could come up with, with the most intensity and could, uh, you know, bring the real will to win because that's going to be the way for them to save themselves, right? Uh, and then and then for Bordeaux, of course, it's two finals uh, against Angers in Angers at home against Lorient. If they win those two, those two clubs that are in the same part of them on the table, they have a chance to actually getting out of the uh, relegation zone. And then uh, their last game is in Brest away, um, which is, again, a game that they can win because Brest at that time won't have anything to play. And Bordeaux could, should, I'm assuming will, Want to save themselves and will want to uh, stay in Liga. Uh, so a, a very entertaining um, end or end of season, really, uh, and that's why I wanted to make a, a bit of a, a part on the top and a part on the bottom uh, because those last three games of Liga. Are going to be um, a lot of fun to watch and a lot of fun um, to talk about. Of course, um, if we look a little bit at uh, the stats in Ligue because a, a bit has happened this weekend, Kylian Mbappé, 23rd and 24th game, a goal, excuse me, uh, in Ligue 1. He's at the top of the table. I don't know that anybody joins him behind him. It's Martin Terrier and Wissam Begneder with 21 goals each. Uh, Dembele is, is showing a little bit himself uh, with 17 goals under. And then in the assist ladder, Kylian Mbappé. Has This 15th assist um, this season, mind-blowing stuff, Uh, 15 assists, 24 uh, goals, uh, a beautiful uh, potentially goodbye uh, tour for Kylian Mbappé at Paris Saint-Germain. And behind the the other um, assist leaders are Messi with 13 and Bourjois with... 11. Uh, this week of course the um, second game against uh, Feyenoord for Marseille if you haven't listened to the podcast from last week where I was with uh, Johan of Cangeloel uh, pod uh, we basically we basically predicted what was going to happen and we were right, we said that the first game in Feyenoord was going to be plenty of goals and that's what happened uh, There was 3-2 for Feyenoord of course and we said that the second game in Marseille would be again plenty of goals and there's no doubt that we're expecting it to happen um, and Marseille to try and fight to get to that final uh, they would be the, the French club with the most appearances in European uh, Cup finals if they do reach it uh, um, after that game against Feyenoord. And it is one of the objectives of Marseille, of course, um, to get there. Uh, and then next week, uh, we, we mentioned quickly the games, but I'll quickly go through them. It'll start with Lille-Bonaco, then Brest-Strasbourg, Metz against Lyon, Angers-Bordeaux, Reims-Lens. Clermont against Montpellier, Lorient against Marseille, Paris Saint-Germain against Troyes, and then Nice against Saint-Etienne and Nantes against Rennes. We are going, will be delayed the 12th uh, of May or the 11th of May, should I say? Because next weekend will be the uh, Coupe de France final between uh, those two teams who, who are playing it out. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, on, on Saturday night, uh, nice, uh, Nice-Nantes, the French Cup final. That's it for me. That's it for. Uh, one of the last episodes of, of the season, of course, uh, one of the last episodes while football is on. Uh, after the the um, season is over, we'll have quite a few episodes to to recap, to talk about the future, to talk about the transfers, but also our, our best eleven, kind of what we did with uh, Baptiste from uh, Le Classic Pod, uh, and uh, and we'll we'll keep talking about everything French football. Uh, a bit of a shout out to decide uh, to Sora shirts who uh, who shipped me uh, three shirts uh, in the in. in the week and one of them is uh, inter miami there and then behind is the ura reds urawa reds and uh a shirt from the Internationale as well uh, great to have uh great to have jerseys appearing at home not appearing i'm paying for them but uh, appearing at home on on secret boxes as you can see there's a bit of a collection behind me merci beaucoup for uh following cassie Leline on the breaking the lines podcast channel i look forward to talk to you again next week ciao bye bye <laughs>